Good day, company. Today is June 30th, 2022. June wasn't playing with us this month, was she? <laughs> she said, hurry up and come on, July. I'm tired of this. She came in and she stepped smooth out. <laughs> so as of now, as of date, as we just said, June 30th, noticing... It's the year of the artists and the entrepreneur. The artists and the entrepreneurs are keeping this atmosphere functioning. Seriously, we are keeping it. Uh, just some giving people something to do. Uh, it's, you know, we're dealing with a lot of stuff. Corona was not a game. Or she is not a game. She came in the building and put all types of womp womps on people's lives. So we're dealing with a lot of personal trauma. We all need counseling. So if you know somebody that's going through it, you know, especially towards the end of the month. And that's why we, one of the reasons why we created this podcast to give people an outlet, a creative outlet to get you through the month. The first and the last month of the uh, month, the first Thursday and the last Thursdays of the month towards the end of the weeks are the most craziest real life view, just drama. Seriously, <laughs> there is stuff people get mad because you had your shopping cart and you rolled up to the checkout line before she did, and she was two aisles away, just upset again for no reason. And we have a lot to still celebrate. So, if you're that person in your family, you know, you may have to step out and, and tap into your counseling mode, and you know, um. Doesn't doesn't matter the age, and your friend is going through it. Be like, girl, or do just breathe, just breathe for a minute, and let a lot of that stuff go, because half the time you're not gonna remember this next year. You know, it's it's really not that important. But anyways, I, I got sniffles. I stepped out. Nope, I don't do no cuckoo. You know, I'm L7. I went to the bar last night and had me two of them. Yes, that sounds sexy like I did something bad, huh? Yeah, me too. Uh, Red Bulls. Yes, on the rocks, baby. And I was lit. We stepped out for this week's um, guest, Rico the Crate. Oh, my goodness. You know, you know you when somebody loves something. I love this. And I have to give it up for people that do it live all the time. Because it's not easy. And Rico does it live all the time. He's known for his stand-up com comedy. Um, but he's a personal friend of mine. So that's how you know someone loves what they do. Because I tapped into my personal database for you. To get this thing going on a consistent basis. But he is um, a real that that guy you know that guy that you need he's your brother he's your uncle he's your personal mentor that you can go to and tell you it give you a real but still keep it cool 
you know, but have a little grit in it. You, everyone needs that. Yes. Everyone needs that in their lives. Again, you're going to hear me sniffle a little bit. I'm, I am going to take one a um, home test, although I know I don't have the corona. But um, my body just starts to, um, you know, I had my toes out yesterday. I was feeling cute last night. I stepped out with some beautiful people. I listened to some music. You know, I don't get out much unless it's an invite. And just so happened to, you know, work out. And I was at the spot. You know, JB's like, you know, like a little, one of those little old, not old, I can't say old, but one of those, those flicks, one of those chill in the, in the cut flicks. That's what it was. It was one of those chill in the cut flicks. Ah, uh, yes, but we did that and I got to talking to a, um, a, an entrepreneur about NIFs, non-fungible tokens. And we were just amazed how the art world is just taking control, how digital um, world is taking over with the digital, digital art, digital art industry. And he said, I call him B-Man because he's a monster with that. But he just, well, he sold an art piece, a digital art piece for $6.9 million dollars. And I, I, some people get mad when they hear them like, dang, that wasn't me. I'm like, get it, get it, get it, get it. Do your thing. Yes. I was happy for him as an artist. As an artist, you want to see other artists do good. And that's what, you know, I'm about. I like to see people do good, do better. Because I know how it is to struggle. I know how it is to, you know, not to be accepted for your art until you make some real coins or you know, out there, and, and people are, you know, it's 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 a challenge as an artist, so to still do that, as we were talking to a friend, and you're going through it, but still have a way to make somebody say, oh, that's nice, because we can say, oh, that's ugly all day, or oh, that's bad, because that's just quick to do, that's what we're quick to do, is talk down on something, so I'm like, yes, I love it, you see an artist get a gig, you're like, yes, you know, because we are that energy that you're around so when I see my friends doing good like I just seen Rico you know know him back in the day and to see him traveling you know around the world with his art it was a good thing you know um I was telling you know the my entrepreneur friend that it's also digital and telecommunications. Telecommunications is skyrocketing. It is a $378 billion industry. If you look at somebody today, look at five people, the first five people, you're going to see they have access to a cell phone, right? <laughs> Everybody on their phone. Everybody on their phone. And, Rightfully it is. That's your wallet. It's your you know, we talked about that already. So telecommunication and digital art, you're winning, baby. You're winning. That's a little information that I was getting talking to my, you know, entrepreneur friend. He's all over the place doing all types of things. And also before we get ready to go on, you know, that's one thing I like about him, you know, he's like my brother. You know, real talk. But he always, through the grit, through the realness, kept his smelling good. 
and keeping it clean and that's a task like you see a woman keeping her hair cute all the time she's always got her makeup on regardless if you like it or not that is a freaking job that is to maintain yourself is a job within itself for real but personal hygiene um it's important it's really really important not just for others but for yourself that kind of gives you an idea of how you feel about yourself and again i know um as my sister were talking about that some people are not taught that so you're a, a you know a sister or a cousin and you got a friend that's you know doesn't know how to maintain just throw some notes and it may not hit today but it may hit tomorrow and that's one thing when I kicked it with Rico, I was like, man, you always, since day one, kept it smelling good and looking good. And that's what I like. So we're going to go ahead and let you listen to uh, get um, Rico on the line. And this brother is real. You can catch him on Instagram at Rico the Great um, on Instagram and, of course, find this podcast on amazon music make me laugh we're gonna keep this going y'all next time you hear from us it's gonna be july the first week of july it's summer it's summer y'all keep something cool oh oh yeah i forgot you traveling around you know how everybody used to have those boom box right you walk around and i remember my cousins and stuff walk around with the boom bikes and boom um, boom um, boxes but the portable air conditioning i'm gonna put that in the amazon I'm gonna, but there's a portable air conditioning i ain't got it yet but i want to see people keep it cool i keep a, my portable air conditioning is my ice in my cup ice that water <laughs> water in the cup and i i'm always walking because yeah i just got to keep it cool y'all keep it cool this is love signing out bringing on rico to great y'all be good i'll talk to you soon hey rico yes what's going on my name is rico the great i'm a comedian in sacramento by the way of sacramento I uh, was raised in Berkeley, California. Came to Sacramento uh, in about 90, I say about 95, 90, 94. Uh, 94, I was hit by diesel and got my leg broken in half. Um, before then, I was a basketball player. I played basketball professionally in Puerto Rico. Um, had a death in the family, which was my father, 4th of July, 1993. And I came back to SAC in 94. I got hit by diesel, ruined my basketball career. And um, I went to a life of, you know, just running the streets, gambling, cocaine, pills. I mean, just dark, just a dark life. And uh, I didn't think I'd find anything else I would love. Like I love basketball. Or I love the life that I wanted to live playing basketball. So. I traveled into many ventures. I, I did a lot of things that I didn't think, that I know now, uh, that weren't me. That wasn't me doing it. It was, it was me living up to it, the darkness that was in me. And once I was able to lift my spirits, 
I was able to stop drinking. I was able to stop doing cocaine. I was able to stop doing pills. And even during that time, I never, I didn't think I would ever be doing comedy. Comedy was something that I liked doing and I liked being funny, but I never had the the thought in my life that I would be the guy that would be the headliner or people would want to come see me on stage. I, I just had fantasies of it, but I was so scared to get on stage and be rejected that I wouldn't try it. But I liked it inside. I was I loved it. I loved making people laugh. It was my it was one of my traits that I love about just being around people, seeing everybody happy. And I was going to a club every night with my brother and the guy I knew named Mill Ticket, rest in peace, very good comedian, had a comedy show every t- every Wednesday night. And I would go and just sit out afterwards and after the show I would make everybody laugh. And he would be like, man, you need to do comedy, man. And me having a fear, you know, like all black men, we have a fear of uh, of failing. So by me having a fear of failing, I was scared to take a chance. And uh, a friend of mine was like, man, you can't, you can't win if you never fail. You don't never know what it is. You know, you're so used to winning when you fail, you don't know how to deal with it. You need to learn how to fail. And I took a chance, man, one night, and he just called me on stage. And it was, it was history. People loved it, man. They loved my comedy. They loved what I was talking about. And before I knew it, I got on the job training. I never wrote a joke. I never took time to, to learn how to do certain things that comedians did. It just came on the job. Like, I would, I would do a comeback, and a comeback is when you say a joke, and then you come back to that joke in reference of another joke. And uh, a friend of mine told me I did it, and I was like, what? So once I learned what I was doing, I just started doing it more. And I learned how to do it, you know, just basically on the job training. So I started out doing comedy. And at the time, I was I was living kind of, you know, living with my cousin, sleeping on the floor. But I was still getting up every day. I can get a chance to do comedy. Go do it. Go do it. I, I, I learned a beautiful lesson laying on that floor. I learned to be humble. I humbled myself because I just left a house with everything that a man would want in it. But I needed a peace of mind. So I went to go stay with my cousin. And I'm going to tell you, man, I mean, just laying there on that floor and having to sleep like that and just and still getting up to make other people laugh when you're not happy going through sick and I was sick I was I was everything but I still kept going to comedy because comedy was feeding my spirit and I ended up getting sick from thyroid I had a thyroid disease and I ended up getting sick to that and before you know it I ended up with a I ended up with a blood clot in my brain because I um was taking Coumadin. Coumadin is a blood thinner. And doing that, this was during my comedy time. So I ended up Christmas Day eight years ago. I ended up with a uh, brain aneurysm, and I, I survived that. Through the grace of God, I survived the brain aneurysm. And they told me when I was in the hospital, I would never talk. I wouldn't walk. I wasn't gonna be able to be the same no more. And I, I didn't get him the chance to make the final analysis for me. I waited for God to. And before you know it, I was up walking, talking, moving. Before I know I was driving the car, 
I was back doing comedy again. I was back doing what makes me happy. So, and then right after that, I ended up with a heart surgery. I ended up getting a heart pacer in my chest. And I mean, it's just been, it's been so many things, but through all that, my greatest thing is making my mother and my grandmother happy. And then just to see them see me doing something different than what I was doing before I got into comedy, just that street life. Cause it was, it was gonna take a toll. It was gonna take take, it was gonna take me away from here. The life I was living and God gave me a, another chance of something to love something. And I love doing what I'm doing. I just love, I know people always ask me like, why do you go to certain places? You're too big for that. I'm never too big for nowhere. Anywhere I can spread God's medicine, that's where I'm gonna do it. I don't care if I, if I ever get famous. I'm famous in my mom's eyes. And that's what, that's the most important person in my life is my mother. I want to make her happy because she made me happy as a kid. So comedy saved a lot of things in my life. You know, I'm very, very, very happy to be where I'm at. I'm starting to travel a little bit more. I'm seeing life, you know, for what it is. And it's, it's a blessing. Every day is a blessing. Every minute is a blessing. I mean, and I just enjoy the people I have in my life, man. The people that's not in my life, hey, enjoy yourself, you know. I'm just happy spirited, man. My spirit is happy. Everything around me is beautiful. I see everything in a beautiful light now. I don't I don't have those thoughts of, oh, that person is no good. I, I, I see past a lot of things, man, because my spirit is beautiful, man. You can't upset me no more. The shit that's going on around me, don't, it don't upset me because I have no control over it, man. The only thing I can control is what I do and how I spread this medicine that God is put inside of me to spread. It's <laughs> my dude. Oh, yeah, but now my name is, like I said, my name is Rico the Great. You can reach me, uh, any of your outlets, uh, Instagram, it's Rico the Great, Rico the Great, and uh, you can also reach me as at um, on Facebook as Rico the Great, YouTube Rico the Great, R I C C O D A G R E A T, and my comedy is real life, not nothing that you would make a joke about, but it's real life, it's my life. Hey, Okay, that's exactly what I was doing. I see what they do to the big hair ones. I'm trying to keep a low profile. <laughs> I ain't worried about what they say. I'm still cute. <laughs> we all in it for certain. So come
Very, 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 very